0: To Perimenopost podcasts. I am Lorna Ive, founder of Perimenopost.com. Perimenopause began as a life grassroots campaign to raise awareness for menopause and to the stigma surrounding the word menopause. So join me on my podcasts with fantastic women who want to help make a change and demystify the word menopause. So enjoy! Hello and welcome to Perimenopost everybody and today I'm talking to the lovely Michelle Zellie who's a fabulous lady, she's a fabulous coach and uh, wonderful public speaker. I had the pleasure of meeting Michelle um, last year at Meg's Menopause Conference where we both danced and uh, had a great time on the stage and uh,
1: so welcome to Perimenopost Michelle how are you? I'm very well thank you Lorna what a lovely introduction and I remember Uh, You're dancing on stage with us, very, very well. What a great day that was!
0: (laughs) Yeah, it was a great day. I still, I heard the song the other day, "Giant," wasn't it? We all was was
1: Giant. Yeah, Yeah, love that song.
0: You gave us a great talk and um, empowering speech and exercises for us all to do, and it was amazing. I've left there feeling on top of the world. It was great. I think every woman in that room felt the same. I think
1: that was it. Was quite a vibe, wasn't it?
0: Fantastic. (laughs) Thank you. Um, So today we're um, we're going to discuss. Michelle's wonderful experience and her wealth of knowledge she's going to help discuss today about the symptoms of menopause when it comes to your self-esteem and your confidence and how to get rid of that feeling flat and getting your joy to be back and um so that's what we're going to discuss today um but apart from that though we're talking in the, just after lockdown really and how have, have you found covid michelle have you found um what do you know people experiencing what's been their challenges?
1: or it's an interesting one, on. Um, I've been rushed off my feet. I haven't had any rest whatsoever. Um, but it's been people that have been taking advantage of this shift, this and, and this slowness, who have realized they really want to get into self-mastery. Um, I, I think that, I think that the, everything changing so quickly, externally, taught people. That we can't rely on externals. We've got to have a solid internal footing. So it was absolutely great for my business, but also to see so many people growing. But I think what I also saw was that COVID and lockdown brought up um, behaviors and thought patterns that people already had, but it magnified them. So if people were anxious, they became hyper-anxious. If people were depressed, they became hyper-depressed. So there was that as well. Not so much with my clients, because they do the work, but with people on my sort of maybe second circle.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's, it's been an odd time, isn't it, for people? Some people have yeah. really taken to it, and some people just say have found it quite it, exacerbating their already existing behaviours that they probably
1: wasn't really aware of, yeah. It's, so, so, but now, of course, we had a chance to slow down and really see what our behaviours are. And, you know, as I say, the people that were already anxious, I think a lot of people have found, have, have found that that has exacerbated.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's going to be an interesting time, isn't it, really? Trying to get back into some sort of normality with life. And,
1: and it's also very exciting because, you know, when there's chaos and when there's change, there's always opportunity.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree there, Michelle, I definitely agree. Yeah, you're the queen of opportunity, you are. Hey. Yes, my little win just not so long ago with SBS, I'm quite still on a high from that one. I didn't, wasn't expecting that at all, to win that at all, so it was a lovely surprise.
1: Fantastic, yeah, congratulations again. Thank you
0: very much, thank you. So, um, Minos, have you noticed that you... Um, I you sort of no longer feel that feeling of, um, you feel, you know, your joy de vie has gone or you're feeling flat. Um, you, you know, you, you just sort of feel out of sorts, but you can't quite put your finger on it. I know I've definitely had feelings like that. And what do you think, Michelle? Have you noticed women going through this sort of stage?
1: Oh, my life. I mean, it is, for me, it was horrendous. Um, I've always been a driven, motivated out there kind of girl and I just shut the door and I didn't want to come out yeah yeah it's horrible isn't it when that absolutely awful and I was 10 years into coaching um when I hit menopause and we, even with all that wisdom and all that knowledge and understanding how the human form works It still hit me like a 10 ton truck. And that's why Lorna, I call my first 10 years of coaching my apprenticeship. (laughs) And after that, I'm now an elder and I'm owning it. Owning it like a boss.
0: (laughs) Yes you are, (laughs) definitely, definitely owning it like a boss. Uh, um, So look, it's all the levels, the hormone levels are dropping and it does weird things to our brains and our emotions and our feelings. And and it's quite normal to feel like that, isn't it? it? If you get that symptom, so, when it happens to a lady, it's not only not, not, no, no fear to panic, although it's not very nice at the time, but it is one of those symptoms that you just got to overcome somehow, haven't you? You've got to try and find ways to
1: cope and manage. And I think let, let's look at it, first of all, from the physiological, physiological point of view. You know, when you're a teenager, everything goes up in the air. You know, that transition from being a girl to a woman,
0: uh-huh.
1: your shape changes, your outlook changes, your values change life isn't the same uh-huh. the other time when hormones run our life of course is when we're pregnant uh-huh. and again our life changes beyond any recognition uh-huh. our values change and our bodies change and it's chaos yeah and we've got exactly the same with menopause it's just that nobody's talking about it or they weren't until you, you know, people like you came along uh-huh. certainly when i went through menopause I couldn't find stuff, you know, I really struggled to find information on it. But now we've got a little bit more wisdom. And as you say, you know, things like the um, hormones dropping, the estrogen, for instance, changes how we, um, uh, how the serotonin operates in our body, brain and body, which is our joy factor. Yeah. So I'm massively I'm a big advocate of saying, accept, honestly, accept and surrender to this. It's much easier said than done, but you're not going to change it.
0: No, no. You have to. It's a bit of a struggle at first, isn't it? I think until you know what you're dealing with, and then once you know what it is, as you say, your body can just sort of relax and you sort of can go with it a bit more, can't you?
1: Yeah, and I think there are also some benefits to it as well, which I hope we'll, we'll come out with later as further as we go. But it is so hard because what we tend to do is want to cling on to the old us. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. Really hard. Yeah. It was literally not me like for as a 10 ton truck. I didn't think I was going to get up again.
0: Oh, well,
1: thank God you have. You're here today. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> really, I'm glad to be here today too. So, um, I know,
0: I know exercise and lifestyle and diet and HRT can all really help women to, um, you know, to feel much better about their self as well. But, do you do you notice it's a common symptom that amongst women that
1: you you know or that you've come across in your coaching absolutely I would struggle to tell to to name anybody who's not been heavily impacted by menopause and I think it's emotional it's mental it's physical it's spiritual it just I'm going back to my 10-ton truck aren't I (laughs) Um, you know honestly I I think that you know, as you, luckily, you know, we've got the, the hormone replacement. We have got things to help us. But I went to see my GP. She was female. She was 50. Uh-huh. And we had about 10 years. And she said, are the other sleeping tablets, here in the antidepressants, that will get you through. Wow. She'd never even heard of bioidentical hormones. I had to do all of that by myself. And I think what yes. I would say is reach out, talk to people, build little networks. Because, you know, when you've got somebody to offload on, somebody that gets you, yeah,
0: that
1: makes a difference.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's, it does make a difference. Because I think when you're, you know, it sounds like the advice that you were given, it's
1: not, you didn't need that really, you needed... I didn't take them. I, I, and I said, no, I, I said, I'll go and, you know, I'm, I, I went and found somebody who would give me bioidentical hormones.
0: Yeah, wow hard isn't it it's, and also at that time when women when you, especially the symptom we're talking about today when you're feeling low and you haven't got the confidence you don't want to ask for help do you sometimes you see it's hard to reach out
1: sometimes isn't it you feel alone you, yeah. you feel as though everybody's coping with it better than you, you yeah know? You know how did my mother and my grandmother get through this without you know murdering somebody or going completely crazy? And those are the kind of thoughts. It was like pull yourself together. Yeah. What I like to say is don't pull yourself together. Allow yourself to fall apart because when you fall apart is when we rebuild ourselves, and you're rebuilding yourself for that next phase of life.
0: Yeah. Lovely. Oh, lovely. Thanks, Michelle. And how? And how? Um and what sort of what have you got any top tips for women what what, what of course you... i have get our zest of life back i know i definitely need it today
1: yeah i have to drive to swansea you're zesty you are <laughs> so look one of the things we talk about is personal power uh-huh. okay What's personal power? power? Personal power is the ability to influence your life, uh, your, the events, and create your own reality. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's more of a state of mind with the primary aim of self-mastery, of, competent, of competence, sorry, not confidence, competence, of vision, and also service. We're going into a phase of our life where serving others is going to be uh, a key You know, we're going into that elders phase. So I'd like to just give you a few tips, if I may, on how to really amp up your personal power. Lovely, yeah, I'm always. Okay then, right. So the first thing is acknowledge and declare declare your dreams and your ambition. And you're shooting from the top there, Lorna. I mean, that's exactly what you've done. And no (laughs) messing with that whatsoever. Don't feel awkward or embarrassed. That kind of stuff keeps you small. It will rob you of your power. Whatever it is that you dream of, whether it's you know something audacious like becoming the CEO of blah or making your best tapestry, it doesn't matter. Don't judge it. Just be proud of it. You know, really own that, that dream, that goal. Replace negative talk with positive affirmations. Uh-huh. You know what, we are terrible the way we talk to, talk to ourselves, Lorna. Yeah. You know, most of most women say things that they would never say to another human being. Yeah, you're right. But we need self-awareness in order to know what we're saying to ourselves. How many, how many thoughts do you think we have a day, Lorna?
0: <sighs> in a menopausal woman's mind, I dread to think. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Give me a throw figure at me. How many thoughts a day? A hundred. A hundred thousand. <laughs> yeah, it's actually sixty to a hundred thousand. So you were really close with a hundred. <laughs> but so you imagine we're brainwashing ourselves. Yeah. Ninety-five percent of those thoughts are repetitive. Uh huh. So you know, oh God, where's my waist gone? I haven't got a waist anymore. I can't get into my jeans. I'm fat. I'm this. I'm that. I can't do that. Or I can't, yeah. don't feel like that today. I'll have another biscuit. <laughs> exactly. So really pay attention to what you're saying to yourself and turn it around, okay? If you wouldn't say it to somebody you love, don't say it to yourself. Yeah, great advice.
0: Um, yeah, it's lovely.
1: Um, ask for help when you need it. We were just talking about that a moment ago. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we get into the groove where we think we should know all the answers and there we feel powerless. But actually, the opposite is true. I mean, I've run I've been running businesses since I was well, since I, I left school, really. Uh, well, that's not quite true. But since I was about twenty-five, and the one of the most important things is to be able to say, you know what? I don't know that, but I'm going to find somebody that does. Go ask people for assistance, feedback, ideas. That's how. That's how things grow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. It's, it took me quite. It's taken me. actually during lockdown actually to do that there you go i wasn't doing it before so there i've learned something there
1: haven't i yeah brilliant and i think there's been a lot of benefits with lockdown you know i know that that, that some people have really struggled with it but we've been forced to slow down we've been forced to reassess what matters to us Mm -hmm. and who we want to be and you know an awful lot of people have have made lasting changes as a result Mm -hmm. um acknowledging our fears is really important for personal power Lorna Uh you know when you have negative thoughts and you feed them you're sabotaging your success and you're robbing your power and your joy okay fear if you allow fear to stop you doing things you're giving up control of your life you're giving up your dreams yeah step over it just just Unless there's a tiger in the garden, by all means, be fearful. But 95% of the time, the fear that you, that you are creating in your mind is just there to, to put the brake on, to stop you doing your, making your dreams come true.
0: Oh,
1: yeah, thank you.
0: Yeah, and I definitely agree because I, I pushed myself. Um, <laughs> I thought I was mad before Christmas. I, um, I thought i signed up to the Miss Great Britain final. I thought, oh, well, I'll give that a go. And um, again, I got picked. I... Um... I, I literally had like four, four or five weeks to get prepared to get ready for it. And, um, and then the fear came along and I was thinking, what am I doing? I'm too old for this. Who's going to watch me? How am I on earth? Am I going to do a swimsuit walk down the catwalk at my age? And in the end, I just thought if I don't do it now, I'll never do it. I'm going to be 50 next year. And, um, and I, as you say, I just, I, I, I could feel that fear coming across thinking, don't, it was telling me don't do it, don't do it. But in the end, I just thought, no, I've only got this one opportunity.
1: Give it a go. And it was the best thing I think I've ever done. It, I loved it. It was brilliant. That's amazing. And, and to also to hear you talk about the fear and you stepped over it and that feeling of exhilaration. Yeah, it was, I can't, it, it was,
0: I found out it was called the, the pageant hangover, it's called. Oh, <laughs>
1: Hangover, indeed. <laughs> Apparently, you just like you are just like. Oh, I want to do it again? I want to do it again? <laughs> oh, that's amazing! Congratulations again. I didn't know about that one. Thank you. Yeah, I've been keeping that one a little bit quiet. I need to shout about that one, don't I? Me too. You do. And you know how inspirational that is. When so many of us are feeling, you know, my waist has gone to part of whatever it is to hear that story is, is quite lovely. Thank you. Thank you very much, thank you. Yeah, I shall, I shall
0: post some more pictures up. I have got them, I've just got to take the plunge. I've got the confidence to do it.
1: There's a lot of other tips, Laura. Can I? Is it okay to go through yeah, them? Go, yeah. yeah, So one of them scheduling quiet time. We just talked about the benefits of COVID and you've said, you, you know, COVID has been very, uh, or, or lockdown has been beneficial to you. That quiet time, is so important it allows us to reconnect with ourselves to really notice what we're thinking don't become a busy fool and sometimes with something like menopause what we do is we try and overcompensate and we get busier and busier and busier more resentful but less effective yeah daily quiet time daily me time daily reflection really really helps maintain a growth mindset if we're not growing we're dying there's only two, two states to be as a human being. Knowledge is power. Uh-huh. Open your mind up to learning. You're probably not going to feel like doing a lot physically when you're heavily in menopause,
0: uh-huh.
1: but you can learn. You can listen to audio books, sign up to Audible. It's fantastic. Uh-huh. Keep an open mind, listen, learn from others as well. People uh-huh. love to, to share their wisdom. Um, and the last one is practical self care. And I'm sure that you, you're. You know, everybody listening is pretty okay with that, but I can't, I cannot emphasize enough how your self-care will change or impact your hormonal experience, your your uh, menopausal experience.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was saying earlier before our podcast, i was quite poorly during lockdown and um I had to get, uh, I had to come off HRT, and I've changed my diet around, and I've gone plant-based, and I felt amazing. I've just felt brilliant, and Touchwood. My symptoms have always, I um, wasn't expecting that during lockdown, but it does, I agree, practical self-care, you, your diet, your lifestyle and exercise, it all helps to, it, it all helps your being, doesn't it? And your mental health being too.
1: It, it does. And, the, and I think the older we get, the more important it is. I can't get away with the things I got away with at 50, put it that way.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and um so what stage are you now menopause are you you're beyond are you over the hill I'm I'm way over the hill
1: (laughs) I'm 60 next year and I I, as I say I, I sort of my menopause peak was around 51 50 um and I I really want to convey how bad it was and how amazing it is now okay so if you are listening and you're feeling absolutely crap and menopausal, then please take take some of the tips and you run with them. Uh-huh. But honestly, the other side of that is quite a, a wonderful place to be because we often find that as we get older, we don't really care what other people think of us. And that's liberating. And yeah. we're no longer, usually we're no longer trying to impress the male species. Which is incredibly liberating, yeah, and and that's where you know in every other culture other than Western, the old, older women are revered. You know they are the wise women. People look up to them. They're honoured, and I think you know I'm all for bringing that back. <laughs> yeah, here, here. definitely. We're we're gonna we're gonna champion the elder.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've definitely found I've I've um. You, your, your toleration level you just say, I just can't whereas before you'd get all sort of worked up and all stressed about it whereas now I think oh, it's not worth it just let it go just let I it go just cannot be asked yeah CBA um do you think as well um you know what you're saying about power women's I think it's important that women you know need that self-confidence that power because we're all gonna be working for much longer into an older age, important for our self-esteem and social mobility. Um, how do you, feel? Do, you, do you feel, do you agree? Do you think that's for women to regain their, their confidence and self-esteem, it will help them?
1: Yeah, I think that the truth is a lot of women didn't have confidence or self-esteem going in and what it's a great opportunity to do is to turn that shit round. <laughs> It really is. I think so many women come into their own post-menopause, or you know, during this time of life, and yeah. I really want to encourage that. And you know, if you want to look at Louise Hay, and, and uh, you're familiar with Louise Hay, she she didn't write her books till she was 17. Yeah, we, we've. I think we've got to get more um and more comfortable with women coming into their own you haven't got to worry about the kids anymore you as i say you're not out there trying to pull a decent guy anymore you know, you're, you can focus on yourself yeah and it's no better
0: time really than at the moment everything's online especially now everyone's working from home and it's a great time to set if you know if you've got, someone's got an idea that they want to do or a business they want to set up or or they're already skilled in some ways just get yourself out there and try and Overcome that fear that I talked about. You just got, you just got to step up and do it. It's hard, but you you, really
1: have. And don't let anybody tell you, most of all you, that you are too old. And I mean, I mean that you're just not. You are just getting into your groove. You, you and as I say, you know, I'm I'm nearly sixty now, and I've never been happier. I've never felt more attractive. I've never been more confident, and that self esteem comes from self-worth and being valuable and and i think that the last 10 years i've been able to grow that value by owning that elder that 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 wise woman stage. yeah
0: Yeah. no you definitely with the day in that room makes menopause you just you walked in you just owned the room you owned the stage and i just really liked just i just thought
1: you were great i thought you you really worked the room great it was um and that's really kind of you and i really want want to convey that so that others can use me if you like as a muse or as a bit of inspo because if I can do it I trust me anybody can do it yeah you know, this isn't there's not a science to this a little bit of self-awareness and determination and yeah. also accepting there's going to be a period in your life during menopause where you just haven't got your jutsper. yeah i be nice. I remember,
0: some, I remember someone saying to me, Oh Lorna, you seem like your equilibrium's all out of balance. And I was like, wow, yeah, you've just really nailed it. Yeah. It's, it's and then once you can get that, that balance, and yeah.
1: then you know what you're, you're dealing with, you can you can cope, Fly. And then yeah. you start flying, yeah, the wings that you've spent 50 years crafting, you can actually start flapping them, which is an amazing feeling. <laughs> Yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm. I, I
0: was. I, I did a blog just recently saying because um, I was 49, I'm 49 this year, and then 50 is a big thing for me. The turning 50, and um, actually, I, I'm, after my birthday, I'm actually quite looking forward to it now because I'm thinking actually I'm looking forward to the next bit, like you were saying that, that that next part, that next stage. So if it's as good as what it feels like at the moment, then that, I'm, I'm looking forward to it.
1: And I'm sure it will be. And, and I can. I know for me, I suffered with menopause more than I needed to because I clung on to my forties like a mofo. I mean, I was not. I did not want to relinquish the the, the drips of youth that I had remaining. Yeah. And I thank God I let go when I did because it was going You know, I was gonna in danger of becoming the oldest swinger in town. But, when I meet and I, I coach a lot of menopause or women going through menopause, one of the things I really want to highlight is stop focusing on what you 're losing Stop focusing on what you 're gaining
0: yeah good advice yeah I agree I definitely agree definitely and i found it I found it personally like my femininity I just found that um, hard
1: mm. to
0: regain a little bit when you're going when you 're in the froze of it a little bit when that first hardness comes along that, that feeling of you just don 't like putting the makeup on and feeling all girly. And it, but it does come back, doesn't it? You do get that. It does sort of come back.
1: And you know, looking at a woman that has, for the first time in her life, has got platinum blonde hair past her shoulders. I mean, I don't know how it comes back. But I think it, it's such I think it looks lovely. Thank you very much. But, you know, the, 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 the essence of being female, feminine, nurturing, nourishing, I don't think, I don't think I've ever felt as, them as strongly. And I know that there are other women that I'm speaking to who are, who are walking their talk and are, are really in the groove too. So there's a lot of, you know, be hopeful.
0: Yeah, yeah, thank you. And what's been your funniest
1: and worst mellow moment? Well, when I was about 49, 50, I went to a house party and the house party was one of those house parties that was going to go on for at least all night and probably to a day or two. And normally, I I was, in those days, was up for all of that. And I remember standing in the kitchen, flirting like a banshee. And all (laughs) of a sudden, and this is now at eight o'clock at night. You know, it's a house party. We've got there early. And all of a sudden, this sweat didn't just drip. It sprayed out of me. One minute, I was all girly. And the next minute, I was this big, sopping rag. I had no energy left. Anyway, I went to bed at 10 o'clock at night. And all night, and up until noon the next day, I had copious numbers of people in various states of, uh, <laughs> let's just say, disrepair, coming in, stroking my head, telling me how wonderful I was, which sounds all very kind. But when you're in your menopausal moment, really feeling, yeah. I mean, we laugh about it now, but it was... <laughs> so that was the funniest, but it was also pretty shit <laughs> it was nice to know. Nice to know that people were caring about you and looking out for you. Well, are they were—they were off their faces, Laura. That's what they were. And yeah, you know, they were showing me the new their dance steps and all sorts of stuff. But it was, looking back, it was a very funny moment. Funny
0: moment. Oh.
1: <laughs> and uh, who would you
0: like to give a big Menno shout out to? Who do you think is leading the way with Menopause, like making a difference?
1: Well, I think we've got. To, I, I think it's got to be Meg Matthews. Yeah. I think that Meg Matthews has really rebranded menopause. And I think she's doing an awesome job of it. Yeah. Um, as you said, you know, we met at, at her um, menopause um, conference uh-huh. uh, last year. Um, I, I closed the show, actually, didn't yeah. I? And, yeah. and it was a real joy to be there with a couple of hundred women absorbing yeah. all of this. But I think Meg has put rock and roll into menopause and it bloody well needed it.
0: Yeah, definitely, I agree. I think yeah, I I remember because when I was going all through it, I, there wasn't much information, and it was all ga- it was all geared towards a lot older women, women like post menopause. It was all medical jargon, and then all of a sudden, Meg's website appeared, and um, and I just remember just feeling, wow, it just makes you makes you feel normal. You just think, oh, that does that is right, that is
1: right, that is right. You tick it off, and absolutely, and not on your own either. You know what what Meg did was bring people together, and we can all just yeah, we, we, can all, we can all console each other and encourage each other and it was a great vibe. Yeah, yeah, oh excellent. excellent. And,
0: um, and what advice would you give to a younger you before menopause, or perimenopause, menopause, what would, advice would you give?
1: Accept it, surrender,
0: uh-huh.
1: and know that what's coming is going to be amazing. Lovely. Oh, making me well up. That is. That's oh, nice. <laughs> really good. As I say, I fought it. I really fought it. So, if I had my time over again, I would. I wouldn't do that.
0: Yeah, yeah. But do you think that's a, as well though? Like awareness. That you know now, there's more awareness that what to we we know what to expect. Whereas it's not really been out there. Well, you like, know, peri- particular it's perimenopause. You don't really. None of us. Well, I didn't know that it started
1: in our thirties. No, oh, and I, I mean, the truth is that most of the women I work with who are just approaching menopause, and I think quite wisely, haven't looked into it. I mean, you can't change it, so why frighten yourself with it? Enjoy your 30s, enjoy your 40s, stop putting your bodies down or the way you look. I mean, really enjoy every moment. And when it comes, then start looking into it.
0: Yeah.
1: I, 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 I think that... Um, there is so much more out there now and you won't feel alone anymore.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's been, it's been good. And, um, and where can everyone find you, Michelle? I know you're now a founder
1: member with perimenopost.com. I'm very proud to be a founder. member. Thank you very much. Thank you. Delighted. Um, I have a YouTube channel where I put out my work, um, free of charge for, and there's everything there from confidence, self esteem, how to build a business in COVID, Um, and that that's a growing uh that's evolving every day so do come and come and say hi on youtube um i'm also on instagram and i keep you tickled and tickling (laughs) um with my stories and just you know i cover all sorts of things it's pretty random but it's always with a view to helping you become more aware um, as you go um and then i've also got a facebook coaching page Oh, okay, well, lovely. Brilliant.
0: Excellent. Well, thank you very much for your time today, Michelle. It's been a pleasure, as always, having you and talking to you. And I look forward to the two of us recording some more um, Menopower
1: podcasts in the future. Me too. Here's to Menopower, but here's to you. Really oh. congratulations. Amazing. Thank you. thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Michelle.